Cyber Sermon 4, Easter Sunday, the 12th of April. Would I lie to you? The following are the readings which form the basis of the sermon. Acts 10, 34-43 and John 20, verses 1-18. to One of our favourite TV programmes of recent times is the show called Would I Lie to You? It is sometimes on the BBC on a Friday night and involves a couple of teams of celebrities either having to recount a very unlikely story from their past or carrying on with a scenario given to them as if it had really happened. They are asked, if you like, to give their testimony. One of the rounds is called This Is My, where a complete stranger is brought onto the stage and each team member in turn explains who and what they are to them. The truth is often amazingly strange. Some might say unbelievable. I am left with the sense of incredulity every Easter. And I love hearing the stories of those who were there or those who were deeply moved by these events. Those who, in effect, created the worldwide church in which we worship today. So, I have selected a celebrity panel of three, just like the show. Mary Magdalene, a young boy from Galilee, and the Apostle Paul. I'm going to ask them to talk about Jesus. If you have seen the show, you will understand how it works. If not, please bear with me, and I'm sure you'll get the hang of it. Mary Magdalene to go first. Mary, who is Jesus to you? This is Jesus. I was the first person to see the resurrected Jesus. Can you believe that? He was alive. I didn't recognise him at first. He was alive with a sort of life, the like of which I have never seen. Can you imagine if someone in the first century had wanted to create a cult? create a movement and to invent a story about people seeing Jesus after death. They wouldn't have dreamed of giving the starring part to a woman, let alone a woman like me. People have some strange ideas about me, but not Jesus. He saw me for what I am. I think I understood Jesus as well, if not better, than anyone else. I remained at the cross during the crucifixion while the other di disciples hid. I was the first to go to his tomb. My problem is that I challenged ideas about spirituality and the role of women in the world and in religion specifically. So, who is Jesus to me? He is my master. I have followed him. I have worked with him, but now, through what I have witnessed, he has welcomed me into his family with a new status. I am his sister. And now, the young man from Galilee. This is Jesus. He stole my packed lunch from me. My parents were at a loose end one day, 
and they'd heard about this special teacher, this rabbi, and said we should go and hear him speak. We found him on a hill, in the middle of nowhere, and he was surrounded by thousands of people. The stillness and the silence were amazing. There was a deafening hush, so that all could hear what he was saying. It didn't make much sense to me. It wasn't the normal talk that we hear at the synagogue. It was strange and confusing to many. But it managed to keep everyone's attention. So much so, that before we knew it, we had been listening for hours and there was nowhere to get food. I don't know if it was a trick, but he created something out of nothing. He took my packed lunch. To be fair, it was the family's lunch. There was enough for the three of us. But by then, we had somehow been separated. I was happy to give it to him. I was full of excitement and wasn't hungry myself. You are not going to believe this. But he took my bread and my fish and he broke it into pieces and somehow managed to feed the whole crowd. No one was hungry anymore and there was loads left. Enough for whoever else came along to listen to him. He turns the ordinary into the extraordinary. What precisely Jesus did, no one knows. It was so mysterious and so powerful that it's hard to describe in words. What I do clearly remember is that having achieved this great unimaginable task, he thanked God for it. And finally, Paul, who is Jesus to you? This is Jesus. I was dead before I met him, but now I am alive. I know this needs some explaining. I used to be called Saul before I met Jesus. My life was all about something called the law. I was consumed by a desire, a commitment to make everyone follow the strict laws as they had been interpreted and developed by our teachers. But this was a dark world, a dead world, a world without light or hope. Then I met Jesus. I met him in a most amazing way, so amazing that if I told you, you would not believe it. Suffice to say that this meeting breathed life into me. He opened up a whole new world to me. In him the world is completely transformed and that transformation is all about today. This joyous festival of Easter proclaims that God triumphs over even death itself. Today we celebrate not just the astounding event of the resurrection of an individual, but the faithfulness of God, whose promises are secure. The resurrection is paramount, because this act shows the power of God most clearly. Jesus died and rose again. This is the good news. I belong to the world of the Messiah. Because of this, I already belong to this new world. Because of this, I am truly alive 
and am part of the new creation that is being brought into replace the old. Because I am committed to Jesus, I am an inheritor of this new life. Because of today, I no longer belong to the old world. I have been raised with the Messiah. And as a consequence, I possess the true life in God's new world. This is our real world now. The host would then ask the other team to decide between the alternatives. So, is Jesus Mary's brother? Or, is he the young man's packed lunch thief? Or, is he the man that gave Paul a new life? We, of course, know that they are all telling the truth. But if we were asked by a stranger or a non-Christian to tell them who Jesus is to us, what truth are we most comfortable with? What do we think is the acceptable face of Jesus? Would it be that Jesus was a great teacher? Would it be that Jesus was a great healer? Or that Jesus was able to work miracles? Or are we strong enough to proclaim Jesus as the Messiah? Or even the Son of God? Or perhaps as the conqueror of death? Sometimes I wonder how strong we are in affirming that Jesus is risen from the dead. How bold are we to declare this publicly, not just here amongst our brothers and sisters? In the words of the famous hymn, we need to be brave and bold in declaring this. Because of this most wondrous thing, we too are promised a new life, a risen life. And also that the fact that death has finally been conquered. Jesus is risen to a new life. A new life which is our inheritance. Amen. Happy Easter. Let us pray. This is a day of celebration. On this day, God revealed the depths of his grace. When everything seemed dark and all hope seemed to be sucked out of the world, God revealed the truth that nothing can separate us from his love. He has conquered death and offers us forgiveness and a way into a new life, full of his light and love. Risen Lord Jesus, thank you that you come to us as brother, messiah, friend, teacher, healer, and bringer of light and life. Our understanding is limited and our needs are many, but help us to understand that in you we can find all we need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, on this special day, grant all your people across the world peace. We find ourselves living in a strange, detached world where we crave human contact and the normality of everyday life. Help us to use this time to reconsider our values, to learn to appreciate small things and to learn new ways of being so that when this time passes we can live a simpler, less selfish life, one where neighbours re readily care for one another 
and where human love is valued more than image and possessions. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who have no peace and whose difficulties are compounded by the current situation. For households where there is discord, we pray for reconciliation. For people who are ill or in pain, but who are struggling to get the medical attention they need, we pray for help. For the bereaved, that in the midst of their unmeasurable loss, they would know the depths of your love. And for all those who are working so hard to help everyone affected by the virus, we pray for your protection and life-giving energy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. On this day of eternal hope, fill our hearts with the joy of your resurrection and the sure knowledge of what it means for us today. We express our thoughts in the words of the beautiful hymn. Thine be the glory, risen, conquering Son. Endless is the victory, thou our death hast won. Angels in bright raiment rolled the stone away, kept the folded grave clothes where thy body lay. Thine be the glory, risen conquering sun. Endless is the victory, thou our death hast won. Lo, Jesus meets us, risen from the tomb. Lovingly he greets us, scatters fear and gloom. Let the church with gladness hymns of triumph sing. For her Lord now liveth, Death hath lost its sting. No more we doubt thee, glorious Prince of Life. Life is naught without thee. Aid us in our strife. Make us more than conquerors through thy deathless love. Bring us safe through Jordan to thy home above. Let us be encouraged by words from Romans 8. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Good morning to you all and may I wish you a very happy Easter. As we come together this morning, not as a gathered people within the church, but as a gathered people scattered within the community. 
within this act of holy communion we come as the body of Christ we come together together united by one spirit as Paul writes to the church in Corinth in 1 Corinthians 12 we read about the body being of many parts the human body has many parts he writes but the many parts make up only one body so it is with the one body the body of Christ some of us are Jews some are Gentiles some are slaves and some are free but we have all been baptized into Christ's body by one spirit and we have all received the same spirit let us rejoice together as we share communion as a scattered people not a gathered people but be united though virtually but we are united as one in Christ as we come to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ on this Easter Sunday come as he has risen for he has risen indeed Alleluia. Before we commence, please ensure that you have your bread and wine ready for this act of Holy Communion. Sacrament of Holy Communion. Friends, we come together this morning, and it is this moment when heaven and earth become one. And as we are part of that moment, dear friends in Christ, the night is over, the morning is here. Christ is risen, risen as he said. Sadness has vanished, tears are no more, death has fled, life is victorious. This is the day the Lord has made. We rejoice, we are glad in it. Come, assemble for the feast of life, the feast of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let us pray. Gracious God, you have assured us of your continuing love. And by your mercy you bring us to the Lord's table, your Son, Jesus Christ. Help us to feed on him by faith, that nourished by this sacrament, we may live to your honour and glory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Invitation Jesus was often a guest. He shared many meals with his friends, and they long remembered his words at the table. Though some disapproved of the company he kept, Jesus ate and drank with all kinds of people and showed everyone the love of God. Wherever people met together, Jesus was glad to be welcomed and to be fed. Today, we gather together, though scattered within the community, as guests of Jesus. We are gathered as one spirit. He welcomes us, whoever we are and whatever we bring, 
and he will feed us at his table. Old or young, rich or poor, joyful or in sorrow, Jesus invites us to share the bread and the wine with him, to remember the story of his life and death, and to celebrate his presence with us today through the resurrection of his body. Since by his resurrection we have new life in Christ, let us live as a new people, bound to each other by cords of compassion, attentive to the needs of our, our neighbours far and near, committed to the earth and everything living, eager to serve and to share. Let us again hear the institution of the Lord's Supper as it is recorded by the Apostle Paul. For I received from the Lord what I also hand on to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took a loaf of bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me in the same way he took the cup also after supper saying this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink from this cup you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again let us pray for the elements of the bread and wine Almighty God, as this bread was once scattered seed, sown in the earth to die and rise to new life, so gather all peoples together in the one humanity that is your purpose for us. Restore the broken life of your creation, heal the disfigured body of your world, and draw us all into yourself through your cross and in the power of your risen life. Amen. We come now to the breaking of the bread. If you are together as a couple, you may wish to share the bread with one another. But what I'd ask you to do as you share that bread, to hold it in the palm of your hand as you hear these words. The Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. At this point, I will pause to enable you to reflect. We now come to consume the bread. Hear these words. Take, eat. This is the body of Christ which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of him. Pause and reflect. Come now as we take the cup of wine. Hold the cup 
in your hand and hear these words. In the same way also he took the cup saying this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. I will now pause for you to reflect. We now come to consume the wine. And if you are gathered as a couple together or as a family, you may wish to use a common cup. But as you hear these words, you can consume the wine. This cup is the new covenant in the blood of Christ, shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Drink of it in remembrance of him. The prayer after communion. Let us pray. May the living God who raised Jesus from the dead bless you and keep you and make you shine with joy. May God raise up new life in you and give you peace for the sake of Jesus, Lord of life. Amen. I want to thank you for gathering together as a scattered people this morning on this special day being Easter Sunday. May God's blessing be upon you all this day. In these unprecedented times, may your hearts find peace and comfort from the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is following on this journey with us of suffering, but to see today as a sign of hope the risen life, a promise for us all in these times of darkness, a light into the world that has come forth. Give thanks and praise. Now hear the blessing. Go out into the world as the people of God in this place. And may the God who raised Jesus from the dead grant you grace, the Son who gave his life to you and for us give you peace. And the Spirit who is with you day by day inspire you to greater service both now and forever. And may the blessing of God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with you and your loved ones this day and always. Amen.